Hey everyone, welcome to Chats About Success. It's a podcast to know how Filipinos can succeed in today's world. I'm your host, Daniel Antin. Today's episode is sponsored by the Entitled Podcast Network. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, or if you want someone to manage your podcast promotions for you, or edit your episodes, the Entitled Podcast Network has got you covered. Full disclaimer, there's my own company, so if you want to work with me to get your podcast on the air, send an email to entitledgroupofficial at gmail.com. And today, we have one of my best friends on the show, and you know I'm super proud of this guy because I saw him go from not really knowing what he wants to do in life to now a very successful real estate broker uh, you know, with a loving wife and two amazing children. Everyone say hello to Marty Arnaldo. Marty, what's up? Hey, man. How's everything? Uh, uh, good, good. I mean, despite the pandemic, I'm still making money. And uh, my kids are growing up well. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're doing fine. Dude, that's awesome. Like, it, for context, Marty's like, Marty suddenly has two, two children in a span of what? Two years? Three years. Three years. So I got married 2018, first child 2019, second child 2020. What a great uh, life, dude. That's so awesome. <laughs> so so really quickly, uh, Moritz, um, tell everyone who you are and what you currently do. So I'm Marty Arnaldo. I'm a real estate broker. Uh, I work for a brokerage called Top Realty. Uh, one of the, it's one of the rising brokerages in the Philippines um, doing pretty well for ourselves and uh, yeah uh, I'm a father of two, two kids and uh, I've been married to my wife we just celebrated our third year anniversary uh, last week ah, so happy anniversary things are good yeah <laughs> and, and can you quickly tell us like what you do on a normal work day as a real estate broker well, before the pandemic, I used to go to the office, you know, um, it was like a nine to four type thing. But now we're all mostly work, work from home, which is a bit harder to find structure because, uh, you know, you have kids everywhere. So I work around my kids instead of the other way around. So I find pockets of work while taking care of them, like, um, and, you know, having downtime for myself also yeah but, but how do you if you're a real estate broker don't you have to like meet your clients you know face to face almost every day because in, in my mind that that's how it goes so how are you not dealing really. with the whole pandemic shift not really because um most of uh your talks with clients are through the phone or online anyway you only have to meet them when you actually have to show the properties so all the scheduling and everything in between can be done um, online. Like uh, one of my bigger sales last year, my client was in the States the whole time, never went back home. I just coordinated everything on the phone through Zoom. And uh, yeah, we closed her house. So how that yeah. work? Like, did you give her a tour while you're on Zoom? No, she owns the house. So, oh, okay, okay. so the, the, the buyer, we you know, showed her the unit, showed her the house. Um, they liked it. So after that, it was all coordinating, all the negotiations uh, for how much the price would be. All the headache was all through the phone and through Zoom and through lots of meetings, lots of um, 
back and forth emails with the paperwork. So um, it's one of those things where you don't really do like have like a long day, you know, have like a, you don't, you're not working like um, 16 hours a day. You're working probably like pockets of four to five hours, but it's in different times. So it, it could be at like 10 p.m. in the morning, uh, 10 p.m. at night, like uh, 6 a.m. in the morning. So it, it's, it's, it's all different types. It all depends on your client and when what's free from them. Like I, I think for me, my busiest days are the weekends rather than the weekdays. The weekdays are more chill and the weekends is when most people can view. So that's where I usually work. To, to be honest, like I know, I think it's a different, you know, life when you're a broker, but I know some real estate agents who kind of like hustle for every sale, but for some reason you make it seem like it's super easy. Is it easy for you or is it is it just I don't know tell me uh it's that easy I mean it, it's hard in a way but I, I think that that's where the mantra really goes you know don't work harder work smarter so you know make use of your social media make use of and I haven't even been doing a good job at that and it's just still uh, getting sales yeah like um mostly it's it's when you make the connection with someone like um when they ask for something because you're, you're gonna fail a lot in real estate i mean i think that's the thing uh it's not even rejection it's really be okay with failing and or like not getting that sale like um get over like a close sale like like you know like um five hundred thousand difference and they buy another property it's okay move on to the next one was that oral always like your personality though? Like I know you're a super chill guy. Some people they don't handle these things very well. Like when you, they know that okay, I'm gonna make the sale, I'm gonna make the sale, then suddenly poof, it, it vanishes. Were you always like did you always have this mindset of um you know, life happens, it's okay, I'll I'll go to the other one, I'll go to the next? Well, for for life, yes. For real estate, no. I mean, yeah. Real estate uh, at the at the beginning, it was really like, shoot, I needed sale. You know, I dwell on I dwell on it. I, at one point, I was thinking of quitting because I was like, no, uh, maybe maybe this what maybe this wasn't for me because like um, seems a lot of other real estate brokers they're they, I mean, it's typical. They're typically personified as sharks. You know, like yeah, really like you know, get. I have to win. I have to get over everyone, you know, like I have to beat everyone. And like, if I have to kind of skirt the rules a bit, I will. And it happened to me in one with, with one sale. So um, I was like, maybe I'm not cut out for this because I'm, I don't have that killer instinct, but you know, to each his own, they, you, people have to, there's no one way of doing things. It's you have to play to your strengths. And I, I think that's what I was good at uh, is because, you know, I, I came from like a service industry type thing. You know, I came from hotels. I even worked um, like a call centers for, for like, I think, three months. But uh, I didn't know these. No, yeah, I worked at, yeah. for a call center for three months and I got promoted to like uh, to write for them for the marketing team. But, you okay, know, like... Yeah, um, yeah. 
I know it pala. Do yeah, that... so, but, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. But when, serve... when did you think yeah. about quitting? I didn't know this. Were, were you married already when this happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was pretty early on, like about three or four months in. I had a big sale. Like last minute, uh, the broker says, my co-broker for the sale tells me, like after we got the guy to bring down the price on his property, so to match what the buyer wanted, the broker says, um, oh, sorry, I didn't, we, we, this is actually our listing. We, we actually know the owner. We've, he's in our listing list. So uh, I, she, didn't, she just didn't know because um, the price was quoted with, were different because we were able to bring down the price. So, um, but we were very upfront about what the unit number is. She just didn't yeah. really see it. So, um, you know, I mean, it's middle ground. Like usually, like if, if you're already in there, you just go like, okay, um, you know, they work hard. We'll continue the sale as is. But they were pretty much like, nope, uh, we'll we'll finish the sale and uh, we'll cut you out. Yeah. So, what made you not quit though? Because that would have been a super different story if you went another route. Uh well, I just figured, um, you know, like uh, you gotta bounce back. I mean, I had a sale before that, so at least, you know, there's still a bit of that. And and to be honest, it was just like um, I I I did try to like look for other jobs, but it was like, huh. I was, I I couldn't find anything that I liked. Plus, I was getting back at real estate, like getting in my groove. So, right after that, I had a small sale, but at least you know it built momentum for bigger sales to come. Sheesh, that's that's good. But like, has it always been your dream to be real estate? No, I I, I hate it actually. It's a, it's even it's up a, to now. To now, you know, it, it it's it's not something that I'm passionate about at all. Like yeah. I don't hate it. I mean, I like it because it makes me money, basically, yeah. and I think that's a good thing, because you know me. I, I've tried multiple jobs, and yeah. I've tried a lot of jobs that uh, fit what you know. When you come out of college, you're like, oh, you know, do your passion, follow your dreams, and you know, I wanted to be a writer, I wanted to work in film, and I did all of that, but none of them really made me happy because you know, ah. Uh, Following your dreams and um, doing what you love and what you're passionate about only works if you're successful. If you're not successful, you know, doing those, you're just sad. You know, you're, you're <laughs> constantly thinking about like, shoot, I should have done. I could write better than this. What is this shit that I'm putting out? You yeah. know. <laughs> Dude, so it, it makes you neurotic. Like, but well, here at this job, it's like, who? I, I could have done a better job with that um, paperwork, but you know the sale closed. Uh, <laughs> there's no problems with with the title transfers and everything, and you know everything's good. I get my money, and that's fine. And this is why I have this, you know, view that you make things super easy because it's like you're not even putting like your three hundred percent effort on everything, but but you're doing good. Yeah, I mean. I, I think the only thing I put really effort on is like on the people. Like I, I really care mm. about my clients finding properties. Like if it's not through me, if they find a property from someone else, 
good on them. Like I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm generally happy that they found the property. If I spent like three hours talking to a client about how real estate's done, how you know, first-time buyers, and I'll, I'll explain on what, what are the steps, and they ghost me afterwards. At least I was able to help them out. So I, I generally um, care about uh, people finding homes because you know. The, that's what I want to focus on, because uh, the whole as you know the whole rat race of real estate just doesn't uh, drive well with me. I don't I don't like the idea of it. So yeah. you know I, I gotta find something that I can focus on that I actually like doing, which is helping people. So you know, dude, I, I love that. If you guys are listening to this, like that whole spiel you he- you heard from Marty, that that's real because. I've always known Marty as someone who just likes caring and helping people. Like I always, I always tell this story about uh, when we were both like struggling in life. My girlfriend and I had a bazaar in Ateneo, and like Marty just helped us out for free for like six hours. You know, he, he just likes helping people, right? But to get into the good stuff, Marty, because I always knew you as you know super chill, you know, go with the flow type of person. And now you're a successful real estate broker. What happened? Because that was like from, I don't want to quote years here, but from like 2015 to a certain period, you know, we were both trying to figure out everything. And suddenly, just like that, your life literally changed 360 degrees. So so what happened? Uh, well, I, I think first off, like a, a I think I can credit to my wife. I mean, really, because uh, uh, like she likes to say, I have a a mediocre mindset, like a mediocrity <laughs> mindset. Because I'm like, oh, I aim for the top when you can aim for the middle. You know, <laughs> you know, so it, it's easier. You don't have to work as hard. You know, and you're happy. I mean, you're not in the bottom at least. So, but she kind of pushes me more uh, to kind of aim for the top, you know, not have that mindset, which to be honest, I don't think is a bad thing. I mean, too much of it is a bad thing, but like in general, not everyone's meant to be on top anyway. Mm. So, you know, so I, I think like just being success, success and is subjective. So, yep. uh, what I always wanted to be anyway was um, a good, a father and a good husband so for me those were my aims and um the stuff that i didn't care much about which was on the career side she kind of helped me really push for it plus um she gave me like the safety net of yeah you know try it out uh, see what you can do because um you know she earns well she's a provider and uh, i i which kind of took off pressure from me to to be that and which allowed me to kind of find what I needed to do. And um, really, uh, that's the reason why I was able to become successful in real estate because uh, I was able to really um, uh, focus more on earning rather than like earning, you know, because real estate is not a very stable job, you know. I mean, I could earn a lot last year, this year, and the following year, year earn nothing. Mm. And just that safety net 
allows me to kind of not go crazy with work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How, how shout out to Anna Pet by the way. Good job. Like Anna Pet's Marty's wife, if ever. Um, how is that converse conversation though? Like knowing you, I have a feeling at the start when she was telling you to like, yo, you gotta succeed and stuff. Was it like tough for you to you know take it in? Did it take some time? Yeah, it did. I mean, you know, I I still have that mediocrity mindset till now, so I kind of need the the push, yeah. and that's what I kind of like about real estate too. It's because you know, like um, you gotta push. Like if if you don't push anything, you're not gonna earn. I mean, mm. and nothing's guaranteed. So I'm stressing out about next year like how much will i earn anything next year will i earn anything five years from now yeah yeah. which keeps me on my toes because i totally understand why you know why not everyone can be you know like you know you see in facebook like be an entrepreneur you know Mm. be your own boss not everyone can do it because um it's nice to have like uh you know where your money's gonna come from every month you know you can set your priorities you can uh fix your bills you can fix your income and everything and not be stressed like oh how much am i gonna make you know you know you know what you're gonna make next year so you're secure so this feeling of um, not being secure is kind of helpful for me to push me a bit more I agree. I, I was an entrepreneur for like five years. And when I got a job, I can't believe I was getting paid by staying at home during the holidays. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. Those, those crazy, stuff, you know. Dude. Especially like yeah. during the pandemic, imagine. I mean, uh, work from home. A lot of people like, uh, there's less work to do. No way. But you still get paid. So. Yeah, dude. So much easier. But like you mentioned earlier, and I know this about you because I was asking you about you know what? What are your goals anyway? And and every time you just told me, "Yo, I just want, I just want a family, I want kids," and now you're you're married to you know a wife who supports you hundred percent and two beautiful children, so you have those now. You basically reach your goal. Like, what's your new, you know, ultimate goal in life now? I mean, it's still that. I mean, it's ongoing because it's not only having kids. It's being a good father and being a good husband. So, I mean, that means providing for them also. That means I have to earn money. I mean, it it means um, I have to work hard. It means I have to be a good example to them. Like, uh, and to constantly be learning, you know, learning how to be a better father, be a better husband. So, you know, it takes time. So, you know, it's it's a grind too. And it's a grind that I like anyway, since it's a... uh, it's what I've wanted, and it's my choice to. And it's, it's a choice of mine, so it's okay. Yeah, was there like a shift in you when you suddenly had children, like in terms of yeah. mindset, in terms of like how you live your life? Yeah, I mean, you know me. Uh, I was a bit on the reckless side, you know, like oh, na, go with the flow. Let's let's just do whatever, and let's see what happens. Yeah. Now, um, you know, you can't. Let's see what happens anymore because, you know, if you die, you know, mm. there, there are people affected now. You, know, you you leave a kid, you leave a wife, you know, even in terms of health, you know, you eat healthier, you 
because you're not only living for yourself, you know, you're living for other people. You know, before you're like, oh, you know, you can be a bit more risky with travel, adventure, and everything like that. Now it's um, anything that happens to you affects other people. So you don't live for yourself anymore. You live for other people. So uh, it's a big change. Yeah, dude. And like, I just want to ask, like, what's your definition of success now? Like, what's what's the highest form of success to you? I'm not sure if that was your previous answer. Oh, highest form for success for me is if I see that my children are successful, not only in, in like through life or money, but like if they're kind, if they're good people, if people look at them and say, oh, I like that guy or I like that girl, you know, like people, it, it that's it for me. Like, um, or they go to and see my marriage go like, hey, I, you know, that's a, a marriage I'd like to emulate, like that's a good marriage or oh, he's a good father. That's, for me, the highest form of success, really. This is if people see my family as successful, if my kids are successful, if my wife is successful. Dude, that's the most Marty answer ever. I love it. That's just so true. Um, like, before I get into the last three questions, I just want to say, like, thank you for making time uh, to be here today. And, you know, I always say this, man, but I'm super proud of you. Like, genuine i'm not even saying it because like again for context like i knew marty when we were in the u.s and we were just you know lost kids we didn't know what to do i wanted to be a dj <laughs> marty wanted to be marty wanted to do like i don't know man marty wanted to pick fruits in australia yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the goal yo and like dude and then uh you know all of a sudden marty you know met his wife anna pet and you know she just supported him and life changed and it, it's so amazing to see that dude um yeah so, so thank you i'm super proud of you and you know i know you're very low-key not that active in social media but if people want to get in touch with you you know follow you online or buy some real estate properties where can they find you uh i have a facebook page marty arnaldo top dash top realty and uh i just made an instagram account right like 10 minutes ago uh is that just for, for this podcast <laughs> no my, my, my boss was like oh you know I, I, the last property i saw was through instagram so like oh, okay. oh, i'm going on a podcast with davi might as well make an instagram and <laughs> ask him how to use it yeah uh it's uh arnaldo underscore realty so cool okay yeah. and uh who do you know that should be on the podcast next chloe <laughs> yeah chloe's chloe's next yeah chloe's this week so marty and i have this friend chloe she's gonna be on the show soon she's amazing uh last question Marty. like if you were to give one tip for somebody to be successful what would it be uh figure out your own way i mean if, if you're solely relying on uh, what other people do, I mean, it's good. You can emulate them. You know, it, it's always good to, to see how other people are successful, but just don't copy them. You know, you figure out how they became successful and try to, to figure out what, they, what, what, how you can do the same thing, but with your strengths, you know, like everyone's different. Everyone's, 
path to success is different. So don't just walk the same path they did. You know, figure out your own path. I love that, dude. Marty Arnaldo, everyone. Thanks, Marts, for being on the podcast. And that's it, folks. That's it, folks. That ends today's episode. If you want to watch a full video of this episode, just subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Chats About Success to get more content behind the scenes. Or if you want to be part of the community, follow us on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Success Chats. And if you want to be a guest on the podcast or you know anyone who might be interested interested in being a guest on the show, just send an email to chatsaboutsuccess at gmail.com. Until then, I hope you achieve your goals and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.